0: Hey, welcome to In the Growth Space. My name is David McLennan, and this is the show for business owners and leaders who have a hunger and thirst for growth. I really appreciate you listening in today. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. I, I really appreciate it. I would just recommend that you go back to episodes one and two just to hear a little bit of my, about my story, uh, because this podcast is all about growth. I love talking about growth, whether it's business growth or, or team growth or, or even personal growth. And I, I do hope that you'll subscribe and listen regularly, but sometimes it helps to go back and hear kind of my my story uh, so that you know a little bit about where I'm at and why this is so important to me. I, I love having conversations with leaders like who I have on today. I have a, a great friend of mine, uh, Greg Storch, who I'll tell you about here in just a moment. But they all have great growth stories and, and I like to learn from them. And then selfishly, they'll help me with my own growth as well. And then I get to share them with you. Now, before, before we get started in today's episode with Greg, I just want to let you know that we've got some really exciting news. If you didn't hear it on last week's episode, the registration for the Inner Circle Summit is open, and uh, we have a, a great uh, announcement for our keynote speaker. It's Paul Martinelli. Paul Martinelli is, of course, a native of Pittsburgh. He is the uh, the co-founder of the John Maxwell Team shared the stage with all kinds of greats like John Maxwell and Seth Godin and and Zig Ziglar, uh, Les Brown, uh, Jack Canfield, and and Mark Victor Hansen. Uh, So uh, I'm really super excited to have him here on December the 10th at the Inner Circle Summit. We also have been able to secure some of his time for a very exclusive VIP evening on Thursday, December the 9th, where you will have an opportunity to ask him questions, you can bring uh, Paul your business growth questions. You can you can bring him your personal growth questions. He's such a great coach and mentor. We're going to be limiting this to a very very small group of people. So, you better jump on quickly and, and register quickly before we sell it out. On the registration page, there is a little checkbox that you can check for the VIP option. And when you do that, uh, that'll get added to your registration. And that registration page, of course, is davidmcglennon.com forward slash inner circle summit, which is all lowercase. Now on today's show, I have a great friend of mine, Greg Storch. Greg is a retired naval officer and he's living abroad in Italy. He's also the owner of Lion Enterprise, which is a leadership development and coaching business. He's also the founder of a worldwide bartered coaching program called The Helping Hand. He's a certified professional leadership coach through the International Coach Federation and focuses on working with new leaders. He's also a certified speaker and trainer with the John Maxwell team and that's where I I met Greg, and currently Greg is working with the Army's Transition Assistance Program in Vicenza, Italy, and that's where he serves as a transition counselor who coaches service members through their transition from the military back to civilian life. This is just a great conversation with a, a good friend, and I think that you'll see here in a moment why I really enjoy Greg. So let's go ahead and get into that conversation with him right now. Well hey Greg, welcome to the podcast. So glad that you're on today, man. This is this has been a long time coming and I'm you know, it's good to see you too, my friend.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so great to be here and it's great to reconnect with you, Dave. I've been watching you just blowing it up over there in Pittsburgh and I've been chomping at the bit to get some time with you. So thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: man. Well, you've been on your own growth journey and I've been following yours as well. And so, you know, just so the audience knows that you and I both have a passion for both emerging leaders and culture, the culture of an organization. And, And of course, with that, it just goes leadership in general. And you know, you've had your own growth journey. You're, you know, you're a US citizen, but you're not living in America right now. And, and so maybe share a little bit about that journey and where you are right now in the world as we're recording this.
1: Uh, yeah, it's been actually a tremendous journey for me. <sighs> and what I love so much about this piece of my journey was the reason I'm in Italy living here is because of my wife. And this was an opportunity for me to support her because Mm. I'm retired Navy. And for years, she followed me around and supported what I was doing (laughs) and all my crazy ideas, (laughs) you know, I mean, even to the point where just. Not many years ago, I walked away from corporate leadership to start my own business. She was there supporting all that. And when she got the call to come to Italy to work as the center manager at the USO here, it was a no-brainer for me to stop what I was doing and just follow and support her activities, which... You know, in retrospect, is so leadership driven. Isn't that what we do as leaders? Exactly. Is yeah. stop and find the opportunities to support the people we're leading.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that had to be, I mean, to talk about, you know, having a, a shift in your mindset and really making sure that you were that servant leader, really, you know, that that you were elevating your wife and supporting your wife in her journey, in her growth journey.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, so many things could have happened during that transition, uh, you know, from my business perspective and what I was doing, yeah. you know, oftentimes when we make a shift that we need, or let us the actual great word right now is make a pivot, right? Yeah, right. right. But we have to make, because we're always turning, right? We're always shifting. So pivot's a great word because you're always like planted, but you're moving the other foot. So I love the word pivot. So I'm making this pivot, but it could have gone south real easy just by me getting in my own head and Mm -hmm. making excuses of why things couldn't. Happen for me. Mm. I could have, oh, I can't run my own business from Italy when all my clients are in the <laughs> United States. Listen, I, I'm working over here coaching transitioning service members, and I work a full day. But the beautiful thing about yeah. it is I'm six hours ahead of the United States. Yeah. So when I get home, I have a whole nother work day of coaching my clients. <laughs> so it's a great way to balance the two. it can be exhausting. (laughs) I'm sure. But listen, it's not day in, day out, but it's, it's awesome. But I could have easily dismissed all of that and said, you can't do that. You're going to have to give it all up and just forget it. But
0: I did. Well, you didn't. And, and you know, what I know about you too, is that when you got over there, there were some complexities about doing business in, in, you know, in the States and, and, and things you could do and couldn't do. But that didn't stop you. You went ahead and you volunteered and you did a lot of volunteer work. And, mm-hmm. you know, if there's anything that I know about leadership is that the toughest leaders are volunteers and they're the ones who have to actually lead volunteers. And so maybe share a little bit of that part of your journey once you got over there to Italy mm-hmm. and, and you, you, you decided to, to do the volunteer work.
1: Yeah, this is a question of asking yourself, you know, where do I serve? How do I contribute? What can I do? Not mm-hmm. not focusing on what I cannot do. I right. already knew what I wasn't allowed to do. Right, right. <laughs> so the clear, only right. question yeah. in my mind left to ask was what can I do? And of course, my wife was running the USO, um, which is a an or- organization that supports the military. They They're designed to connect the military family to home during deployments. So we have deployed members over here living overseas, and she has a great job of doing that. And so I wasn't working. I was a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> and so I could have easily just hung out in Italy and just hung out on the piazza sipping my cafe. But right. no, I went to work and I started volunteering at the USO. US. I actually last year was selected as the retiree volunteer of the year for um, Coserma yeah. Ederle in, in um, Italy. So it was That's a cool. great honor. Before you know it, it, it's beautiful when you're doing something you just love to do because you don't pay attention to that stuff. And next okay. thing you know, I've got like, Almost 1400 hours. Oh my gosh. Wow. Of volunteer time at this organization. Wow. And wow. If you hadn't have told me or if you hadn't have printed that on a certificate, I would have never known. Oh my but gosh. I always, I used to give my wife, you know, a little jab saying, I'm like your fifth employee who works for free. <laughs> yes, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, you just find where you can serve as servant leaders serve. And in that capacity, it's interesting because in that capacity, I was actually able to get my finger on the pulse of this community because Mm -hmm. as you know, I'm retired Navy and we're working on an army base. So I'm literally a fish out of water. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Oh, that's good. I love
0: it. (laughs) Literally. So
1: volunteering gave me the ability to actually interact in that community and learn and hear mm. and listen to what's going on which is another leadership lesson it you want to know what's going on in your organization get out there and listen yeah
0: yeah, yeah. you know such a strong I mean we talked about this uh, a few episodes ago I know my son Evan and I talked about listening and listening generously and how that relates yeah. to jazz but it also relates to leadership and and what a great tool. To, to, to share with leaders is that get out and listen and listen, not to respond, but listen to understand. I mean, so beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: What were some of the things that you learned in that process?
1: I learned the climate of this organization, really. Mm. I learned what the struggles were. Oh yeah. And, and when you learn what, those are, then you can begin to address them. And okay. that led to this recent position where I'm now working with transitioning service members. Amazing. It, it, it was just so strange how it was just karma or fate or whatever, just like laying out this roadmap is like, Hey, you'll get over to Italy and you will volunteer (laughs) and you will (laughs) learn the army and then you will help them transition. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's gotta be, I mean, that has to be such a, a, again, talking about growth journey. I mean, there were steps along the way you didn't see everything all at once, but you just took the next right step in front of you. And I guess maybe share with the audience a little bit about that. Like, what was that like? Just like, I mean, I know we've already talked about you getting over there and then, and then starting to volunteer to do some things just to do something. And then like, how did you know like what
1: to do next? I've always been the type of person to ask that very critical question. You just asked. And the question is, What's next? and it's mm. it's a question that doesn't allow you to settle as you're moving. and And I learned this from a very I joined the Navy when I was seventeen years old. Oh wow. And it was very clear to me at an early age that, you know, you can't stop if you want to continue to grow. Yeah. And so for me, the golden question I always asked myself when I was reaching that goal I had set was mm-hmm. what's next? And so forecasting yeah. down the road yeah. um, reveals the next piece of the path, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. Yeah, And so that. for for me in particular, um, asking challenging myself or asking that golden question of what's next, what comes next is what, reveals the path to keep you taking that next step.
0: Right. Right. And and you don't necessarily have to have the full picture of steps one through 10, but you just need that next one step. And, 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 you know, talk a little bit about that. I don't know if you have a process for this or not, but just asking yourself that what's next. I mean, is it something where you just journal? Is it something where, you know, sit, sit and just think what's your process for that? Like,
1: yeah, you know, talking about growth, one of the things I've really grown into in the three years we've been living abroad is reflection. Spend a lot of time reflecting on situations, experiences, mm-hmm. trying to capture lessons.
0: Yeah. Sure. And
1: yeah. And so for me, the the process includes a lot of reflection time. Mm-hmm. I, I spend a lot of time sitting alone in, in quiet places and just thinking into things. One of the things I used to do was I would write a weekly email or a a weekly journal. And what it was surrounding was the past week. And it forced Hmm. me to reflect. And, And the question I would ask is, what lesson did I learn this week? Yeah. Nice. And I would go through all the things that had happened to me and I would reflect. So reflection is one of the big pieces for me. And I think the other thing is managing expectations. Here's one of our biggest challenges in my mind is our desire to want to keep up with what everybody else is doing and, and always comparing that comparison thing. Right. And, you know, Oh, look what they're doing. Look, that's a motivation killer to me um, because you're always gonna not be where somebody else is. And the Mm -hmm. funny thing is somebody else is looking at you the same way (laughs) you're ahead of them. Right. (laughs) right. It's this yeah. crazy mirror, a different plane yes. <laughs> perspective, yeah, I think having that you know that expectation of yourself that it's okay, mm-hmm. wherever you are right now is exactly yeah. where you're supposed to be, right,
0: right, and that you know, just taking that framework and, and understanding that other people may be looking at me the same way I'm looking at them, you know it's kind of like this circular thing like. Hey look, we're we're in this together, you know, and it doesn't matter where you are or where I am. I'm I, I'm I am where I'm supposed to be. And I think for me, that's one of the things that especially emerging leaders I, I'll get your take on this in a second, but I think for for me, emerging leaders often do that comparison thing. Well, so and so got the promotion and I didn't. And I think that we have to be able to look at our framework and and reframe situations around us and understand that maybe they were uniquely gifted for this particular opportunity. And maybe you're uniquely gifted for another opportunity and understanding our unique ability, I think is so key and probably part of the process of an emerging leader to be able to get that personal reflection time and understand where is my unique ability? Where do I add the most value? What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. No, you're spot on David, of course. And I, you use the word reframing and I use the same, I use a synonym and it's perspective. Yeah, beautiful. It's perspective. And so you gave a great example because this happens all the time. You have peers in the workplace, right? You Mm -hmm. have other departmental managers or division managers, you know? And so, you know, somebody gets promoted to director or vice president and you did not. The focus or your perspective is it needs to shift away from they got that and it needs to come back to what didn't I do or what can I do to position myself to get to where I want to be? What am I not doing that? That's not me. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I love that you use the reframing reference. I love that. And that's exactly what it takes, especially new leaders. Because listen, here's the fact the fact is new leaders or emerging leaders are insecure in their abilities to lead. And there's reasons for that. And I'm a firm believer that we've created those monsters because of the way we promote people. Into mm. those leadership positions. Oh yeah, that's important. Um, we have not set them up for success, and that's why I spend a lot of time developing and providing leadership development classes and yeah. and um, programs for companies. Right. Is because listen, if you're going to promote them for whatever reason, let's give them a fighting chance. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly, exactly. It's interesting too. You triggered a thought for me because when we promote somebody and and now they are a people leader Mm -hmm. and they, maybe they were a peer of the people that they lead. That's, that's a challenge. I mean, have have you seen, well, let me ask a different question. What have you seen in relation to that peer to peer? And then now I get the promotion. You didn't, how do we handle that? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of curious about, we're we're going down a lot of different paths today, but I I knew this would be an awesome conversation.
1: No, another common thing that happens, right? And (laughs) what's really strange about it is, you know, where I learned how to handle it was in the military because Ah, it happens all the time. Sure, sure. Right? I get promoted and my uh, the guy I was the same rank as yesterday, now I'm one rank higher than they are, right? And so we learn how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Now in the military, of course, the chain of command and you know, you follow orders and that's just the pecking order of things. Pecking orders like the military rank structure don't really exist in corporate America outside mm-hmm. of the military. And that was a big lesson I needed to learn. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, and this goes- that. Yeah. yeah, this goes along with the levels of leadership, right? Like, yeah. I'll tell you to be honest, I hate to say it. And if there's any military folks listening to me, don't hate <laughs> me for this. It's just, this is just Greg's perspective. Okay? But when I got out of the military, I thought I knew everything I needed to know about leadership. And what I realized was I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And what I also learned was, What we do in the military is actually one of the lowest levels of leadership we can operate from because it's, you have to follow me because you have to. That's not a great place to lead from. Now, let me just caveat this because I love my brothers and sisters in arms listening to this podcast. And I just want to say there are definitely people within our ranks who rise above that and do elevate themselves. And we know them because they shine as leaders in them even in the military. So there's there are places
0: for that kind of of leadership. Mm-hmm. It, 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 even though it is the lowest form, I mean, I think is especially true in the military. Obviously, I mean, we're we're looking at being in harm's way and, and needing to be able to follow those orders for, because it's going to keep us all safe and so forth. But yeah. but even in business, there are times when we may be in a situation that's a crisis and we have to to lead from that form of leadership. It's not the best, but there are moments for that. But yeah, you're exactly right.
1: Oh, I love that you brought that up. I mean, you know, the game changes when you're leading in crisis, right? No doubt. And and that's when real leaders, in my mind, emerge. Yeah. Um, When you can have a chaotic situation, whether that's combat or COVID-19 and nobody's working in your building anymore. That's when true leaders emerge. Uh, I just did a talk actually when yesterday's weekly roar episode talks about the role of empathy right now in yeah. leadership. And, and it's along those same lines.
0: Why don't you say a little bit more about that, Greg, because I think that that all leaders, whether you're an emerging leader, rising leader, a senior leader, doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum. We all can benefit from empathy. And I think I think it's such a key, I'm going to call it a skill. It's a key, key skill for all of us to learn and, and be reminded of. So yeah, take, take us down that path for a second.
1: Yeah, empathy's interesting because it it is a trait of a great leader and what's funny about it is when you if you f- pull a list of what makes a great leader, you might find empathy listed somewhere on the list, yeah. but if you one if you even do find it, you'll find it towards the bottom because uh, there's yeah. so many other things that come to people's mind. What I've found is that the struggle of empathy for leaders comes from a base of weak feeling, weak mm. not wanting to be perceived as weak. Because mm. when we empathy deals with emotions and feelings, right? And our ability to not only understand somebody else's feelings and emotions but being able to change our, our actions from that understanding. That's what empathy really in my mind is. Yeah. And so when you start talking about, hey, David, how are you feeling today? Well, I'm angry and I don't know what to do with that. Right. And now I don't look competent because I'm a leader that doesn't know how to handle this emotion ball. Yeah. And so I, I think empathy is a critical trait that yes. we, and, and I love that you said, you said skill. And when you say skill that tells me I can learn it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was kind of where I was headed with my, my thought process too, is that it, it is a skill. It's something that I can learn, but mm-hmm. I got to practice, you know, I have to be able to put some things in place so that I have a a place that I can, I can actually practice it, you know, and, yeah. and, and, Maybe it's a, a group. Yeah, I, I know that's one of the things I do in the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. We pr- provide situations, scenarios, opportunities to practice 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 coaching, practice talking and 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 those kinds of things because our leaders need a safe place. And so it, that skill I think is so, so important, but yeah. And I know you've yeah. got a group as well that you work with. Yeah. You know,
1: let me give your listeners a tip on if they want to start working on being better empaths, <laughs> so yeah. to speak, right? Yeah. Here's a super easy trick that you can do right oh. now. You don't even have to practice it. When somebody talks to you, or if you ask the question, Hey, how are you feeling? And somebody tells you a feeling like, well, I'm not feeling that great. I'm a little upset right now. Right. (laughs) And Oh, well, what's going on? Well, I feel left out of the conversation. Right. So you're feeling left out of something. What you do, if you want to start learning how to be more empathetic is take that emotion that you just heard and then ask yourself, when was a time that I felt that way? Mm. And that Mm. helps you to start to relate to that same emotion that you just heard. And then now, listen, you can understand. And that's what empathy is about. I want to make that clear is it's about an understanding of somebody else's perspective and feelings. It's not agreeing with them. That's a big piece of it. Just because I'm empathetic to you doesn't mean I agree or anything else. I don't have to subscribe to your story. I don't have to agree with your perspective, but what I do need to do is put forth an effort to understand that feeling and how you are. And the best way to do that is related to how we feel in a Mm -hmm. situation that's similar. So when was a time that I felt that way? Yeah. Yeah. That's so
0: good. I want to go back for just a second to, you know, before we started hitting, uh, hit record, we started going down a path where I, I thought this is getting too good. Wait, we, we better hit record here, but you know, you talked about taking this new role and working with transitioning military people. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I, I hear emerging leaders and quite frankly, senior leaders as well this whole inner critic thing that we 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 beat ourselves up on and 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 that inner critic voice can get really really loud and i know that you talked about that a little bit in kind of that transition from being you know i mean it's truly a volunteer mm-hmm. which is super powerful to now you are paid to be able to help these military people transition out of the military back into civilian life. And you were sharing that inner critic was kind of loud and you had to really silence it. It's a huge problem and a huge challenge of every leader. I'd love to just hear your thoughts on that. Every time I get a chance to, to talk to a leader who's, who's yeah. willing to talk about that inner critic, I, I want to talk to him about it because we all deal with it. I deal with it. I mean, and, and so I, I'm just kind of curious.
1: Absolutely. So imagine this. Here's a guy who's making a lot of money in corporate America. I resign to start my own business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my wife's looking at me like I'm crazy. I start this own my own business and I land my first contract and it's six figures. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And 6 months into that one-year contract, My wife tells me we're moving to Italy. (laughs) And so (laughs) now my world could have imploded, exploded. It wouldn't matter. It was shaken up, right? So anytime we're challenged with a situation where there's a shift from the norm, right? I know you always talk about the comfort zone and the growth zone, right? We talk about these and they're critical. They're critical. And I talk to my transitioning service members about this all the time because they're scared. Yeah. It's fear. It's fear. And what I tell them is everything that you've ever wanted is just on the other side of that. And so, mm-hmm. what we're dealing with that inner critic or that gremlin, whatever you want to call it, the inner yeah. bully. <laughs> yeah, right, right. love it. it you got to, uh, I think, awareness one, knowing that it's talking. Yeah. So, we at you know when I was going to become a certified professional coach, one of the exercises was that we named it. Yeah, we I was gave it a say. Name. <laughs> I did yeah. the same thing. yes exactly. yeah. you name it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're aware of it and there' oh well, there's old Sally again piping up in the back, right yep. So yep. for those of you named Sally, I was just using <laughs> that, as that example. I didn't mean you. <laughs> but um, awareness around it is huge, that you have this inner critic and we all mm-hmm. do. Right. I mean, and it sounds like these common, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not experienced Mm -hmm. enough. You're not something. And this is all fear. This is that you're afraid you can't do something. Mm -hmm. And once you don't subscribe to the belief, because it's BS, right? The belief system. Yep. And once you choose not to subscribe to that line of thinking, that's when you start to see the shift. So here I am in Italy. And like you said, I, I know you were, you know, it is just a volunteer because listen, I wasn't getting paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like donating time, going there and spending the day and trying to find stuff to do. Right. Um So mentally that could have definitely been a drawback, but I I will tell you, I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm not going to work here just to work. If I take a job in Italy, it's going to be aligned with what I'm already doing. And I waited and it was three years Before this opportunity presented itself. Sure. So you can imagine the kind of mental gymnastics I had to go through. Right. (laughs) You know, I could have been playing the tape like you're washed up. Lion Enterprise doesn't exist anymore. Nobody knows who you're not doing that stuff anymore. But no, I mean... You are part of my hundredth episode, the the weekly roar, and you know what? I'm rolling up on two hundred. I'm on like 171 right now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Uh, so the consistency, um, yeah. it is you know drives you, but
0: yeah,
1: awareness, awareness yeah. that you've got the critic and don't and making a choice not to subscribe to what it's telling you because yeah. oh, you know what? A great a question to ask yourself is when you hear that, like if you hear that little buzzing saying, you, you aren't, you can't do this, man. What are you doing? Ask yourself this. How true is that? Mm, How true is the question?
0: Yeah. Great question! Oh my gosh, I I love that. This is we are giving um, some some really great tips on a lot of different topics. This I, I knew that we were going to go this way, uh, <laughs> which is it. so so cool. Well, and you mentioned the weekly roar. I want to make sure that you tell everybody where they can get uh, access to you, where they can hear the weekly roar, because I know that you give some incredible tips and and topics on on the weekly roar so sh- share that with everybody
1: yeah so of of course my company's lion enterprise so of yes. course i have the weekly roar <laughs> of course of course <laughs> the weekly roar <laughs> is a a 20 minute talk every wednesday at 11am eastern time it's a live spot on facebook in the group called the lion's den it, it's free the group's yeah. free it's not a private group anybody can find the lion's den <laughs> I love it. Uh, And we can put the link to it uh, uh, when you put out the podcast, but yeah, I'd love for, you know, pop in. And what I do is I take those episodes and they're all of all the videos that I've recorded. All 171 of them are actually hosted on my website at lion-enterprise.com. Okay. And it's under the lion's pride library. (laughs) Okay, nice. I like it. Got the theme there, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, it. and it's all free. I don't, I don't charge yeah. for access to that. But of course, forgive me if you go and look at video number one, and then you go <laughs> look at video number. If you want to know what growth looks like, <laughs> yeah, go <man>. do that.
0: <laughs>
1: so, oh, for sure. I've, I, I've done some series on leadership and and you know personal growth stuff, and then mm-hmm. I I just recently broke out, and I'm just doing some topics on what I think makes a great leader. And so each mm-hmm. week for the last few weeks, I've been just pulling out one trait. Um, oh, and nice. like I mentioned um, yesterday or no, today, today's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Earlier today, I was talking about empathy. So yeah, it's been yeah. great, but I'd love to have
0: you. We will make sure that we put those in the show notes so that people can click the link. And and um, yeah, absolutely. And, and what I'd love for, for people to do who are listening is definitely go out and and join Greg's group go listen to um some of his his work because man I'm telling you what he he is a leadership guru and he really knows his stuff and and he shares g- stuff that he's he's learned along the way as well as things that he's learned with his clients along the way as well. I, I can't promote you enough. I just want to make sure that people come out and 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 check out your your material and, and get connected with you because it's it, it's such a, a great you give such great practical advice and I, I love that Greg.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, my pleasure, man.
0: Well, is there anything that we haven't talked about today that you think we should talk about in, and you know, just maybe we like wrap a bow on this conversation because I know it's wide ranging, but it's it's been good.
1: Yeah, because your podcast is in the growth space, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, we probably can't downplay our growth enough. I think that really at the end of the day, you can be a charismatic leader, you can be a great planner, a great manager, but if you're not growing, that will be short-lived. Yeah, And, and so when, at the end of the day, it all really comes back. And that's why I love your podcast so much mm-hmm. is because really at the end of the day, it's about lifelong learning and continuing to become the person you were meant to be—it's not yeah. an overnight thing. It's a lifelong journey. So growth so, space is perfect.
0: I'm so glad you sh- you shared that because y- it is not—it's not just a a time frame or a season. It's a lifelong journey, and I mean, it really is all about get, you know getting you know new ideas, getting around people who help us think differently, get that different perspective, and you know books and podcasts and. And, and just continue to grow into who we've been created to be. And, and I, I'm so glad that you said that, Greg, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for taking the time to be here in the grow space with me, because I know it's uh, later your time. And uh, so I appreciate uh, you being here, my friend. And uh, I, I'm just uh, really grateful and uh, make sure if you're listening, if you're, if you're watching this, go out and check out the, the weekly roar and check out, lion-enterprise.com. Did I get that right?
1: You got it. Awesome, man. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, It was my pleasure. Thanks, David.
0: Well, that was such a great episode with Greg. And and I really loved his story about yielding to his wife's opportunity to go to Italy. And what a great example of being a servant leader. I, I really just loved that. The other thing that, uh, that that stood out to me as well was just Greg's comment about listening and, and how listening will help you hear the needs of your organization. I think that is so true. When we listen, we can hear what our people need and what is needed within the organization. The other thing that he shared was so true, especially with uh, emerging leaders, staying away from the comparison trap. I mean, comparing yourself to where someone else is just a recipe for disaster. And and I love what he said too. He just said it's okay where you are. And I just want to say that to you, leader, right now. It is okay where you are. You don't want to stay there. You want to keep searching and growing. And and that's the thing that he talked about at the very end, too. He said, be a lifelong learner, that growth isn't something that just you make it to the top and and, and you're done, but it's a lifelong journey. And make sure that you are around people will keep you growing and, and really keep you stretching. The other thing that uh, Greg shared was some really practical advice about silencing the inner critic. And, and the first thing is just becoming aware of it, l- noticing noticing when it rears its ugly head and uh, name it then. Put a name to that voice and then don't subscribe to the belief. Make the choice that you're not going to subscribe to that belief. And then ask yourself, how true is that? Whatever it's saying, whatever that inner critic is saying Ask, how true is that? So I I hope that you really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, Greg is such a great leader. And he has some great uh, advice and, and, and great topics that he shares weekly at 11 a.m. Eastern time on his Facebook channel, uh, The Weekly Roar. Go out and check it out. Also check out his uh, website, lion-enterprise.com. Just f- follow Greg. He's a great leader, and uh, he's also been a great friend. And so we really appreciated Greg being on today. And in the line of being a lifelong learner, I just want to encourage you to get out to uh, the Inner Circle Summit on December the 10th. The registration is open and that can be found at davidmcglennoncom forward slash Inner Circle Summit, all lowercase, Inner Circle Summit. And uh, I hope to see you there. It's going to be a great day. We have uh, Jeff Hanscher. We have Dr. Brian Glubkowski. Uh, I'll be I'll be sharing uh, a, a little bit uh, as well as our keynote speaker, Paul Martinelli. If you haven't heard, if you didn't tune in last time, Paul Martinelli is our keynote keynote speaker. Paul has shared the stage with greats: Seth Godin, Les Brown, uh, just so many great names. He has grown companies to multiple millions of dollars in in, in revenue. And so he is a growth and scaling expert. And I know that you're going to want to be in the room. And if you want to have an opportunity to ask him questions about your own uh, growth journey, whether it be your own business growth or uh, your own personal growth or your team growth, uh, we've got a VIP option where you can uh, ask him questions in a very intimate setting uh, the evening before on December 9th, on, on Thursday, December the 9th. So uh, make sure you go out to davidmcglennon.com forward slash inner circle summit and uh, get registered. Hope to see you there. And until next time, remain in that growth space and be well, my friends.